distance in existence join the resistance come on let's start by talking tactics have a pass and match us here's how we practice the last order conversation hello everybody and welcome to pop culture continuum this is john elliot and this is patrick ricardi this week because we stand a king. Um, R.I.P. to the great Andre Brower, and also R.I.P. to the great Lance Reddick, two actors who died this year, who both were in David Simon television shows and were both great. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk about Andre Brower. I, I have to say, Viv and I both teared up. I don't think I've ever teared up at a celebrity death before. Like not even my heroes like Prince and. You know, Grant Hart and Joe Strummer when those people died. I don't know why, but maybe because it was something of a shock. Like he, it wasn't like he had a. Well, I guess it was a shock with Prince as well. But I don't know. Yeah, I know it's weird. I, I well, I was like, because when I heard it, I was like, oh shit! Like he was the reason I would get on board for any show he was in. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine. At that time, I wasn't a huge fan of Andy Sandberg from just from his Saturday Night Live stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was like, Andre Brower in a sitcom? All right, I'm I'm in. And it was like that, if I saw his name, I'm like, I know at least he's going to be fucking good in it. And but, I, I, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was, it's, I mean, at this point, I think it's what he's most famous for, which is shocking because he was, like, really famous for Homicide for the longest time. But I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine, in the, Maybe because it's, it's recency biased, but I feel like that's his most famous role at this point. I might oh, yeah. Wrong. Well, it was also much more popular than Homicide was. Was it? I don't think, like, do you, as a percentage-wise, I would say Homicide was more popular. I don't know. Really? I, I know, I, because Homicide, they buried that on Friday night. That's but, like, true. You know, that you're was, right. Yeah, that was, right. I remember when I had just uh, gotten divorced, and before that as well, but, like, I moved into, you know... Uh, this loft with some roommates and uh and friday night we were like it's homicide night man and one of us couldn't be there we set the vcr to record it yeah <laughs> like i i thought like andre brower on homicide especially that was when you saw him you're like oh fuck this guy is like i don't know what this guy's doing but he's like super fucking magnetic and the character wasn't even super likable but you you know, he was so goddamn good. Yeah, yeah. I and the show was so good. I'm glad we, Viv and I, bought the entire series DVD set because they're, it's not streaming. And I was about to They don't that. make the DVD set anymore. And yeah. I've never watched it, so I was wondering if I could catch up on it on streaming. It's, not, it's never been on Max because it was an NV8. Oh, maybe it's on Peacock. It's No, it's not on anything. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's 100%. Really weird. Not, and I guess the issue is music rights and i was oh, like what, Wait, what music i don't even remember but like dude fucking work that out you know what just put in some do like wkrp did just put in some fucking mood music that wasn't on the original soundtrack and replace it people should get to see that i feel like so i thought that hum, hum was a david simon show but it's not it's based on, it's his, based book. on his book yeah it was I got barry it. levinson was it? I can't even. Remember. It was like I think Barry Levinson was involved somehow, but he was created by someone named Paul Atanas Atanasio. Yes. Yeah. Atanasi. Yeah, I don't either. Um, well, I know he's the creator of Homicide: Life in the Streets. But, right. Yeah, but I think but, Barry, well, I, still a David Simon joint, you could yeah. say, or project. Yeah. That's what brought him into the TV world. I know Barry Levinson was involved basically because Baltimore was involved, and yeah. And I remember it being really highly regarded. And I and I, I would watch episodes now and then. I was I think I was a little too young for it when it came out, but it was always well regarded. But when I said it was more popular for a percentage, because I was just I was saying that in terms of television in the early nineties or when was that on eighty? Yeah, early nineties yeah. was. I mean, was less it was, was less diverse. Was so more people were watching network television, but that was so unpopular. I think Brooklyn Nine Nine was still probably more pop, even in those terms, it was more popular. Even though more people are watching streaming and watching cable TV than they're watching network compared to them. Right. I think it was still now. Now I, I'm thinking about it. Brooklyn Island was still like legitimately more popular because it was a kind of popular show. Yeah. And we 
we started rewatching for the umpteenth time after, as soon as we heard the news, we're like, all right, I can't do homicide right now, but <laughs> let's watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine again. So fucking funny every episode, just like the Mick when we rewatched, and I talked about that on here. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is actually really, really fucking good still. And oddly, I have been going, like, I always put something on to basically listen to before I go to sleep, and I was on a run of Brooklyn Nine-Nine right when I found out that he died. So I are even rewatching it, and he is, he really is just, like, I think before the show started, no one expected him to be as funny as he is, and he really isn't. It, the the thing about that show, which I think this happens with a lot of shows that are on a long time, but not all, is that it seems like the entire cast loves each other. So you see all the outpouring of like of grief from yeah. the cast. It's very cool. He seems like a really – and then the the stuff, like I don't know if you saw a lot of the stuff like online where the writers were talking about how – how he inhibited that that what's the what's the captain's name Holt he inhibited Holt. that character so much like there's a one episode where um he's he has to walk into the break room and one of the writers was talking about it. I was like how he was like well what am I walking in the break room for why am I in there and he's and they're like well we don't know and he's like I think I think I think Holt's going to get a, a thing of soup so they had they had production staff get him a thing of soup and they put it to the top of the bowl and he's walking like really slowly with the bowl of soup and it's really funny. <laughs> And then there's other Dude. stuff that he just ad libbed in, and it, it stuck, and it really because he knew the character as well as anybody else did, and that's I think that's that's testament to how good an actor he was, and how he could yeah. do both uh, drama and co- comedic roles equally. I well. was, yes, uh, I mean, yeah, he was definitely like a revelation again to me in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, and I, that's not surprising to me. Like, yeah, when Andre Brower gives you a suggestion for a better way for him to play the scene then you do what Andre Brower says. <laughs> yes. That's basically. I don't think anyone argued with him. He just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Even that <laughs> no, last love... season of the show that at the t- as I watched, it, I thought was poor on rewatch. It's not, it's not up to the level of previous seasons, but it's still good. And he's still very good in it. When they had yeah. the, like the breakup, it's, it just seemed like breakup for drama's sake. It didn't seem it didn't seem to work with the rest of the show, but still, right? But they had to throw something in. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Some conflict. Right. I I don't care. Yeah. Even and the you know the finale was fine. It wasn't like the best, but it didn't suck. You know. It was, right. It was nice. Yeah. Um, but he was all yeah. I, I just he think was always like, good. Yeah. On a show where, I mean, Andy Samberg and Chelsea Peretti were already funny people. Um, everybody else. Oh, and Joe Latrulio. Yep. Sorry yep. for leaving him out. Um, but uh, Santi, Amy, and Rosa also were really funny. Terry Crews was really funny, and I think Andre Terry Brower Crews. was the funniest person on it. So yeah, it was. It's, it's like Crews, amazing. I didn't know was that I never watched Everybody Hates Chris, but I like watched clips of it since. Watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that might have been a funny show. He seemed pretty funny in it. But, you know, when you see clips, you're only seeing the best of a show. So maybe Right. Not. No, he was funny in it. The show wasn't bad. Um, everybody hates Chris. I, I think I yeah. might have said everybody loves Chris. Yeah, yeah, everybody hates Chris. Uh, no, the show itself actually wasn't bad. Um, you know, the the dude from uh, Abbott Elementary. Yeah. Was Chris. And, Chris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I thought that show was actually fairly funny. Um I just had forgotten Terry Crews by the time I saw Brooklyn Nine-Nine right. was the father, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I have now, I mean, like just going back to Terry Crews. But idiocracy too. Yeah. And, that's yeah. what I was going to say. He was so good in that movie. <laughs> yeah. So for Andre Brower to be the funniest person in the, in a cast yeah. like that is, is testament amazing. to how amazing he was. And they played yeah, off loved... each other really well. He played off like Andy Samberg extremely oh, well. Yeah. And, and then it was great when they had like, cause mostly he's playing the straight man. Like, and, and you know, <laughs> and like he, he didn't have a lot. He wasn't doing the comedic stuff, but when he did, it really. Oh, that's the other thing. The other thing he added. There's an episode where it's the cold open. They're all speculating why. Um, I forget what's what's uh, Melissa Fumero's role. I forget her role. Uh, uh, Amy. Why Amy was late to the um to the oh yeah to work, and they're all betting. Going. And he says. She was like stuck at the bank, and that turns out to be the truth. And like yes. his hot damn was ad- ad-libbed by him, and that makes it so much funnier. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> we yeah, we just watched that episode. 
just the way the way he did lines was just so perfect in that show. That like that that robotic role he took, he took it so well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I seriously got to be one of the best actors of our time to me. Yeah, he did, and I think it's a shame he didn't get more time to like really show his chops. But when he did, it was great. Yeah, no, same. Um, yeah, no. I, I loved hearing the stories about how he was always singing. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and one story, I can't remember who it even was, but something about like, um, the white people all walking by and he all of a sudden like stopped talking to her and like look really stern and shit. And then when they pass, he, he's like, got to keep them on their toes. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, everything about him I loved. I never I haven't seen Men of a Certain Age. It's streaming on Max. I mean that was just like a, a TNT show. I'm sure it's not like gonna blow me away, but I'm also sure he's amazing in it. So Was that was that running the same time as Brooklyn Nine Nine? I feels like it, it No, it was before. Was it? Okay. So he was doing like light stuff before Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like like maybe that's yeah. not a comedy, but it's less less yeah, dramatic. Less, yeah, yeah. So I would like to see him in that. That's what that's the uh, Raymond and is there the third guy that's famous in that? Uh, yeah, Ray Romano and uh, Scott Bakula. Oh, he's a funny dude. Just the, the fact that he exists is funny to me. Scott Bakula. I agree. Yes, his very existence is is a comedic premise. I can't remember. Isn't there like a TV show or movie where his like he's used as a comic foil? Like the whole there is. Character? I was just. As soon as you said that, I was trying to think of it, but I, I can't right now. Whatever it was, it was pretty. It might have been a bad show. I don't remember what the show was, but it was funny. Whatever, whatever they did it in, it might have been yeah. like, oh, it was it's always sunny? It was it's always sunny is what I'm thinking. Uh, yes, and that's not <laughs> and a bad show. So I I do love that he is is into it. Like yeah, he knows yeah. how ridiculous he is. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, back to Andre Brower. Yeah, and then he did a miniseries, I, I think it was on FX, called Thief, which I also haven't seen, which is based on the James Caan movie from like 1981 or something. Uh, it's a Michael Mann movie. Huh, uh, I remember that, but I did not did not ever watch it. I bet it's really good. Yeah, and I I thought for sure that would be on Hulu because it was like, I thought it was FX, but it's not, that's also not streaming, so. Yeah, maybe it's pre that FX Hulu deal. Yeah, May Whitman was in it. Who's always a oh no shit delight. Yeah, I love May Whitman. Yeah, she's great. She, always, she shows up in all kinds of things, and I haven't seen all of them. Like a lot of indie comedy type stuff or drama stuff. And yeah, yeah, and, and then she she'll be in something that's like the opposite of indie. Like I don't know, oh that whole run. She was in Parenthood, right? That was her on that. I oh think. shit, dude! I don't even remember. She was the daughter in, in that show, and that's just not what you expect from. I don't know. She, she, of everybody that was in Arrested Development, you wouldn't think her to have that career. Her have that career, but she's great. Yeah, but she's great. Oh yeah, because she was in the the one that also wasn't very good with uh, with the woman from uh, Mad Men. And, I like uh, that show, Good Girls. It was. Where it, she's it, the it, sister. Yeah, I, I didn't I, finish watching it, but I liked the, the two seasons I watched. It was not great, but it was good. I thought it went downhill and, and got progressively more ridiculous, um, which is the same thing. I don't know if you watch Yellow Jackets. Uh, I just watched the first episode. I keep meaning to watch it, but that the second season doesn't hold up to the first. It, it's like it's one of those shows where you're like, this could be really good or it could just devolve into utter ridiculousness. And I think it started devolving into utter ridiculousness in the second season. I say. Yeah. Speaking of which, Oh my God, dude, I'll never fucking remember this. There's a show that's on like stars or something. And we like signed up to watch it. And I am going to just have to fucking look it up because it's like the stupidest fucking name that I always forget. Um, and I just know the main actor's name. Sorry, I'm searching. IMDb. The, the star stars is 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 that a sub 
like a subsidiary of like HBO or something, or is it its own thing? I who who the hell knows anymore? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's called From, huh. which is why I never remember it. I'm like, it's, yeah, it's what? not a. But there's, I think it's on Stars. Oh no, it's MGM Plus. Sorry. Oh but it's God. got Harold Perrineau from Lost, um, and but, it's like kind of a, a sci-fi slash like, yeah, I I don't know paranormal possibly type horror thing. I it's hard to describe, but it's good. But it's also another one where I'm like, this could go off the rails at any second and just <laughs> suck. Um, but we haven't watched the third season yet because you gotta pay to sign up for a oh no I so. this is saying there's only two seasons Wikipedia is there a third season coming or because it says no it, it shows on Amazon Prime uh, the third so there's, season the there. first season was from February 2022 to April and the second season was April 2023 to June 2023 yeah um, Wikipedia is still pretty usually positive. up to date let me see yeah hold on a sec Oh, it's not, it's not coming till next year, the third season. Oh, is that, oh, I, yep, you're right. Sorry, I thought it was already out. Good, then I don't have to worry about subscribing. Anyway, it's interesting. I would be very interested in your take on it. I find it entertaining, but like I said, like those kind of things, it's, it's a fine line to walk and it's very difficult to maintain, I feel like. It's, it's interesting to me how, how not famous a lot of, TV show creators are like, like the creator of this show does not even have a Wikipedia page. John Griffin. It's like I guess once they get to a point, they are famous. But I don't I know how the... it's to me as someone who like has been trying to write a sitcom. It's not surprising. I would just be like, yeah, this is perfect. Nobody fucking knows who I am. <laughs> I like it that way. I don't need any fame, you know. But um. But it's one of the, like he created the show and he he wrote every single episode. So not every, but right. majority of the episodes. So he really has whatever the the good or bad of the show is all on him. I'll I'll check it out. I always like finding new stuff to watch. I like uh well yeah I like that he's you know he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I think that's kind of cool. He seems to value his privacy. I assume or people just don't consider him worth writing about. Who the hell knows. I guess maybe as I, I because I, I'm always curious, like what did they write on first before they they started right. on this? Because they all show? start as like writing assistants and shit. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes like like what's his name? The, uh, the 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 um the guy that did Breaking Bad. He was like I think he was a Star Trek: The Next Generation writer before he he did other stuff. Yeah, and X Files. Oh, actually, you know, I'm wrong. It's X Files is where, he, yeah, X Files is where he started, and that's, you know, that was good, the yeah. in a in its way. And but then he created stuff that was better. So yeah, it's interesting. So this dude's just written the, the Twilight Zone and Crater, <laughs> so doesn't have a lot going on there. And his his next thing is uh, Magic: The Gathering, the TV series. Interesting. Oh, that should be great. Um, <laughs> I, well, yeah, I I think like. He's probably just busy working on season three if he's doing all that shit. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I just meant before, like where did he come from? But it just seems like he came from nowhere to do from. Yeah. Well, he did wrote one episode of Twilight Zone. Sometimes it's a writer, like like a writer writer, like an author, like David Simon. Right. Like, if it was an author, he'd have a uh, a, Wikipedia a Wikipedia page. Yep. I'm actually very surprised how often books don't have Wikipedia pages. I'm shocked. Yeah, me by that. too. You would like, think I'll, like every single book would have its own page, but they don't. Like some do, but not all. Even like major authors, like you'll go to their bibliography, and some of them are just like the red, right? Yeah, underline. Yeah. yeah, no, no hyperlink. Like, yeah, no, I know. I went. I went. There's a there's a pretty fun Instagram. Yeah, depths of Wikipedia, right? Yeah, and I went to their live. You told show me about that. I, I, I love it. Sorry, a couple ahead. weeks ago, and it was it was hilarious. It was just so great. She was great. Oh right, the live show. Yeah, they just basically she just stands up on stage and does a uh, a PowerPoint of of everything that she talks about on Instagram, but it's, you know, it's, it's fun to see that stuff with a live audience and the energy and it was just good. No, if I like, I love that idea. Such a simple idea that like yields so much gold. And I like the fact that she's like, like 
pushing how good Wikipedia is because there's lots of stuff to hate about Wikipedia. And it's, it's, you know, it's not like if you're in school, it's not your primary source. All that's true, but it's still pretty good to it's give a you very like good a good source of basic information. Exactly. Very good on, and if uh, you want, on any topic. And if you want more, you, there's always the, the bibliography. So it's, I think it's an awesome resource that's, you know, it's a public good and it's like, like one of the top five websites in the world. And, uh, the only one that's not like some soul sucking billionaire enterprise. Yeah. No, I, I love Wikipedia. I fully support it. And do um, you fully support it? Cause I don't, I've never donated in my life. I've donated. Yes. I mean, okay. You know, because even like you said, despite its faults, but I know its flaws. So right. I'm good yeah. with the good parts of what it does, yep. you know? Exactly. Um, well, let's, Okay. Yeah, I man, have I only seen him in Homicide and Brooklyn Nine Nine? That seems impossible. Um, I have to have seen him in other things. I don't know why. Oh, I he was in his... Law and Order Special Victims Unit with, in more than one episode, playing an ep, an, a, a character who is in Frank ben- Pendleton, which is funny because he also played Frank Pendleton in Law and Order. Oh, because Munch was also in Law and Order and yeah. SVU, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Munch played himself. Right. Like you know, I mean, like that. But you said he char- played a different um, character, Frank Pembleton, in the regular Law and Order. Is that right? Yes, yes. But in yeah. SVU, he played a character called Bayard Ellis, which is interesting. Six episodes. I I might have seen one, but like I've told you, that's I can't watch that show, man. No, I I have I like all the other Law and Orders, but I have a lot of trouble with that one. It's just it's 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 rough. What's Hack? He was in yeah. Hack for two years. Oh, that's that. Oh, man. He, so he was a major oh. part of that show. I remember that one. Wait, that was, he was on Philadelphia. Oh, I don't even remember that. He was on BoJack Horseman for four episodes. He was on Axe Cop for an episode. <laughs> Didn't you know the writer of that? <laughs> I think I so. I can't up. even remember now. Okay. Yeah, that was a very funny uh, comic. Yeah. It can't still be going because I'm sure the kid is like an adult <laughs> now, but. Wow, he was he did work a lot. Yeah, I have not seen a lot of these. Um, I saw Glory, oh, Gideon's Crossing. Oh yeah, I saw Glory too, but I didn't know who the hell he was back no, then. He, yeah, I I don't think he made an impression. Yeah, I I do no, think it's I, funny that I think if you I, I was reading. I think, go ahead, sorry. No, that he's his career started in uh, the Kojak reboot. Which was in, good. Uh, 1989, which I didn't see. So. Wait, no, no. Not Columbo, Kojak. I'm, I'm thinking of a different show. The, the Kojak reboot I remember had Ving Rams playing Kojak. I wonder who played Kojak in this. Oh, well, let me see. I mean, that this might be the, the same one. Let me see. He played Detective. No, this is goddamn Telly Savalas. What the fuck? Don't remember this at all. So Telly Savalas but, came back in the 80s to play. Yep, 89. And, Interesting. And Andre Brower's second build, I don't know if that reflects his role or just his status as an actor. Oh, man, I, I want to see these. I want to see these shows really badly. I, I bet they're I gotta awful. i got to find these. they got to be <laughs> awful and, and also glorious. Yes. So Telly Savalas, yeah. Steve we- Steven Weber is in it. So he's probably the, he's probably the criminal. Paul Gilfoyle, yep. he looks familiar. I think he's from something. I think he's just one of those character actors you recognize. Yeah, he is. He is from something, but he's not. Oh, this is an inter- Don King was in it. This is a very interesting show. <laughs> Andrew right, Dickinson. We, we got to see where this is streaming. Tell yeah, us, readers, where we can watch Kojak. Kojak Fatal Flaw is the one I was looking at with that cast. I, it seems like there's yeah, a, there's there must Kojak have been, Ariana. Yeah, there must have been a bunch of uh, like, like Columbo where they brought him back just for looks like four different movies. I had I had no memory of that, but Andre oh, Brown was involved. And, yeah, I mean, there's no reason I would have memory of it because I certainly wouldn't have watched it at the time. Uh, uh, I guess not. I might have, though. I used to watch Columbo every week in that reboot. That was about the same time. So I'm just – I just didn't Columbo's know Columbo's not really equivalent to Kojak, though. Columbo's, no, Columbo's really much good. better. Yeah. yeah, I think the thing is Kojak used to be an hour-long weekly show, and they brought it back for these movies. But Columbo was always the movies. So there was – I mean, they're not right. as good in the 80s as they were in the 70s, but they were the same format. But I'm, the the Kojak was a different format with, if it's like a if it's a whole film and not just a TV show, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. 
but also not as good. It was never as well written. That was never that good. And I, I didn't find uh, Telly Savalas charismatic. He just yeah. kind of seemed like an asshole to me on that <laughs> show when I was a kid, you know? I never watched it. I just knew it for Who Loves You, Baby? and the blog. Yeah. Right, which is enough of a dickish move to to give you an idea of. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I, yeah, I'll still fucking watch this if I can find it. Um, Andre Brower, we we miss you, sir. <laughs> I did you. I liked that Mark Evan Jackson one that was just like. Oh, oh that was very happy. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Latrulio and Chelsea Peretti both wrote really nice things. I didn't see if Andy Stamberg wrote anything or not, but I, I, have, I mean, if he didn't, I have no doubt he felt it because they seem pretty close. Yeah. He seems like a cool guy. Yes. Um, but I, I, I mean, it, you can't even compare the roles where you're like, uh, was he better on Homicide or Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, like it doesn't. It's, yeah. it's almost like two different actors, basically. Right. Well, that's almost, that's except the greatness part. And I'm I'm imagining that the men of a certain age is the same thing. It's not recognizable as, you know, it's an entirely different role. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's take a break from this uh, woe-filled episode uh, to compose ourselves, and we'll come back and talk a little about Lance Reddick and what whatever, whatever else. Not, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've lost all the millennials with all this Kojak talk and shit already. Anyway, so. Millennials um, love Kojak. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation. Transubstantiation, Brian Stunkin's creation, the land of the Thracians. And right back to the start, it's gonna take some And we're back. Wow. What is this show? Oh, Who are you? I didn't. I gave myself away in my other podcast for the BBC. Oh, boy. Shit. I've never been a guest on that one. You know, I'm two-timing on you. Uh, yeah, let's talk a little about Lance Reddick. I, I mean, this is silly, I right? have much more of a, yeah of a relationship with his work than you do. Um, but wait, have you seen um, Bosch? Yeah, he's great in Bosch. W- one interesting fact, I mean, it's very racist that we brought him up. He has, he died like six months ago, but they were both born in the same year in the summer, like a month, exactly a month apart, which is not no, exactly, I, but that's weird. I knew that too. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I don't uh, see. I don't, think it's racist i think andre brower died and we're like oh another great actor died yeah. this year yeah and another so. david simon actor <laughs> yes yeah um but uh, of and course far the too young was, too i mean they're not they're not they're like, not old no well, yeah and you've you've seen him in john wick i assume so mm-hmm. yeah you've, you've seen him in stuff oh yeah he's great oh he, uh, now i was going to talk about the the similar with andre brower he'll be in funny stuff and just so funny in the funny stuff. He just, he knew he had great comic timing as well as everything else he could do. Well, he was really great. He was in that corporate. Yes. Did you see that Eric Andre show clip with him? Oh, I, a long time ago. I should rewatch it. Yeah. I remember it being good, but what happened? Um, I'll, I'll leave it. Okay. I'll watch watch. it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he of course starred on law and order and stuff, but starred was on, uh, but yeah, the wire was where I first learned of him, and I mean, apparently he was on four episodes of Lost as well. I just don't remember that. Um, but yeah, the wire. I mean, if you were a, 
a renegade cop who didn't like to play by the rules, you don't want this guy as your boss. That's all I'll say. <laughs> because he was the best at, at that, at like just making you feel ashamed for being <laughs> such a fuck up. And he could do it better than anybody else. He was, oh, he was on an episode of It's Always Sunny. Shit, I don't remember that either. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, the, the flashback with, with Danny DeVito when he was like, he was in love with, with, uh, I forget the whole story. But oh, yeah. I re- yes, I remember the story. But dang, I don't know why I didn't remember him. Uh, yeah, I get, he did a Funny or Die Presents thing, so he's done some comedy, too. Oh, yeah, and he's good in that comedy stuff, too. Wait, Comedy Bang Bang, the TV series? I got to find that episode. Yeah. <laughs> and watch it. It's on Pluto TV or something, so. It's on uh, YouTube as well. Like, you can go on YouTube and watch it, and if you have YouTube Premium, you don't have the ads. If you don't, you have the ads, so. It's it's easily watchable. Unlike it, yes. it used to be hidden behind all kinds of paywalls. Now it's not, which is cool because it, it is a fun show. It's it's one that I started rewatching recently, and like when I saw it first run, I was like, yes, I don't know about this. But now when I watch it, I was like, oh, it's a totally different thing, basically, than what he's trying to do with the podcast. Yes, it's yeah, and yeah. the comedy is is a different style, but I still like it. I like that. It it was just like, it was so different from the vibe of the podcast. I think at the time that I, I was like, nah. And compared to the podcast, he's playing more of a character on the show on the podcast. I know he plays a character, but there's more of him in it. In the show, it's, it's a total character. There's no, yes, it's all the, character. The comedy is much darker. Is it? On the TV show. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. yeah. Um, have you, okay, wait, did you watch Fringe? Because no, you always come to watch. Needs it, to watch Fringe, it's you, <laughs> dude. It's X Files, but better. Great. Yeah, that, it's yeah. it is oh. a great series all the way through. I mean, it's got some ridiculous shit, as any show like this will. But overall, and he's, in, yeah. he's the, one of the major parts in that. Yeah, he's like he's like the FBI boss, right? The, the part you'd expect him to say, just like in Bosch, yeah. it's plays yeah. like in Bosch. Yeah, he's boss. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so did he carry over to that? I forget what happens to him at the end of Bosch. Is he on Bosch rebooted or whatever the? He was on the Bosch Legacy. Legacy, okay. Uh, like one episode, I think. Yeah. Oh, I see. It was after he died. The, yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, yeah, also, uh, god damn it, I can't remember Bosch's old partner's name, but he played Marlowe on the Wire. Um, J something, JP or something? I don't know. Oh, really? I didn't know he was in The Wire. Huh. Yep. He was the the final big bad. Anyway. Yeah, he was he was another one that just to me, he had that screen presence that like almost nobody has. Yes. Yeah. The voice and the and the look that just took you out of things. Yeah. You really good. And you just you like kind of hyper focused on him, but not like in any kind of a critical way. He just was, he drew you to him. Um, and yeah, and I think Andre Brower had that. I straining to think of anybody else who does. Like, I know Brando had it for a while. Anyway, Lance Reddick. All right. Great. Um, so pop culture stuff. I know I'm, I'm like trying to think of recommendations and like what I want to bring up and stuff too. So I don't want to go too far off, but well, hopefully, I can't, I, Oh, sorry to interrupt you. No, I was going to say, I can't fully recommend this, although I know I will, cause it hasn't finished yet, but um, I don't, I basically I'm off true crime, definitely off cult documentaries. Like I'm, whatever, man, I don't need, but with Max, I will occasionally watch one if it sounds interesting. And Murder in Boston, Roots, Rampage, and Reckoning is a very good documentary that's currently running on Max. Only two episodes out. Oh, that's not bad. And I think there are only three total. So, yeah. Um, but have you have you seen anything? Like in theater? I haven't been to the movies forever. I saw – I haven't seen anything in theaters. But, I mean, I did see that, that, uh, that Saturday Night Live movie, and it was very funny. Was this, oh, was it, it the one on Peacock? Yeah, I don't remember those dudes' names. The D- Danger, you know what I'm talking about, though. The, yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, whatever. The, the they do those videos on Saturday Night Live, and I didn't know they're all. Uh, three out of four of them are ne- nepo babies. 
Uh, oh, I didn't know that either. Although it does not surprise me. Are they? Uh, what? Damn. I got I, now. I got to look it up. Uh, Conan O'Brien movie. I, I can never remember the movie name, so I always look it up by looking yeah. at Conan O'Brien movie because he was he played a part in it. Please don't destroy don't, the name of the group. Please don't destroy. Okay. Yeah. And they're 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 skits. I don't watch Saturday Night Live a lot, but I did watch the Boy Genius episode. And I, they had a good skit on that episode. So I, it's, who was the host not, on that? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, they've, I've seen some funny ones, or at least one funny one that they did, which was, uh, I don't know, it was the one with Martin Short and Steve Martin. And it was like some castle. And it, no, it wasn't a castle. It was like an old, it was a Christmas story takeoff, but then Scrooge kept accidentally murdering people in a really bloody fashion. <laughs> I guess they um, have a lot of... The one I saw, they were trying to uh, talk Timothy Chalamet off of a roof or, like, a building he's about to jump off of, and he's like, I want everyone to listen to my music, and, like, you can play your music and the music is terrible, and they're just like, oh, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Anyway, the uh, John Higgins... Yeah, he's the first one I was looking up. Steve Higgins is his dad. Yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know Steve Higgins that well, but I guess he was, he was a Saturday Night Live dude, and then he's the announcer for Jimmy Fallon, and then Martin Harley is the, I don't know how to say that, but Tim Harley, I do remember, is like a, oh yeah, he was a partner of Adam Sandler, but I thought he was also a Conan O'Brien writer. That's how I thought I did. Knew that yeah, I recognize the name, Harley. Alright, wait. I guess not, I guess he just worked with Sandler, Sandler all those years. No. Oh. I thought he worked with Conan O'Brien, but I guess not. I, I mean, when he was writing on Saturday Night Live, he worked with he definitely worked with Conan O'Brien. Anyway, so that those two, so there's only three. And then it's funny because I was thinking, oh, is that because I I just read a headline. Three of the two of these guys are Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live alumnus, and the one dude is the red-haired guy. I thought, oh, is that Conan O'Brien's son? But no, he's the <laughs> only one that's not a Nepo baby. And there's nothing wrong with Nepo babies. I just like think it's fun to say it. I, well, I feel like. It's it's become like a thing that people complain about, but when they're when you're talented, you know, sure you got a, a leg up, but like Jack Quaid is awesome. I don't care if he's Randy Quaid's son. Yeah, well, I think Nepo babies aren't inherently terrible. I think a lot of them end up being that way, but right. yeah, it's not yeah. a not even a lot probably. Well, yeah, probably a lot, but plenty don't. Yeah, right. It's it's not inherently a bad thing, like. Max Landis is a terrible person. He would be a terrible person, whoever his father is. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. That is he. St- Wait, did he get officially canceled? I mean, you know, he I feel like he should have. But I uh, I remember reading an article on him and it seemed like he was like still working. I was like, what the fuck? I think he got a, about as much canceled as um, Louis C.K. Right. Yeah. So not canceled. Yeah. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's. I, you know, maybe he's, it's worth. I think the last I saw, he was like offering to touch up scripts. So maybe people aren't buying his stuff. I don't know. But he had, he did some like terrible things. So. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage and the, person. And the bigger crime is none of his stuff was any good. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, you know, it's a shame because I confuse him with you another director. You should be able to get away with exploiting people if you don't have talent. Sorry. Right. What are you going to say? I, I confuse him with another director's son. I forget Jonathan Demi's son, who actually is talented and is not a creep, as far as I know. Oh, I was going to say I couldn't imagine Jonathan Demi's son being a a creep, but right, yeah, he's yeah, good. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Cause I didn't even <laughs> know Jonathan Demi's son was a thing. Wait, I'm wrong. I can't remember who's who's son. Who's the dude that did that? I don't remember. <laughs> awesome. Less, what was the Robert Downey Jr. movie where he played like a, a, a Sherlock Holmes type character? I think Sherlock was, Holmes. No, yeah, he did do Sherlock Holmes, didn't he? There's something yeah. before Sherlock. Oh, it was he played the Watson in, in a movie with Bill Pullman. Do you remember that movie? Am I crazy? Am I making this up? All right. Uh, well, I'm. If I was a faster typist, <laughs> it's not less let than you zero know right away. But it's something no, like that. that was eighties. Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know. Yeah. Actor. That's the one I want. How many fucking Zero Effect is the name of the movie and the director is Jake Kazan. That's who I'm thinking of. Jake Kazan doesn't seem like a creep and his movies are pretty interesting. Lawrence Kazan. Oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. Lawrence Kazan also well, I don't think he seemed like anything. I mean he was just, you know. He did uh Empire, right? 
Yeah, he wrote. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's okay. what I was thinking. Of. Zero Effect is a very good movie if you ever have never. And it has nothing to do with Robert Downey Jr. It was Ben Stiller who played the Watson character. I don't know how I got that mixed up. But <laughs> do you ever see Zero Effect? You're it's thinking great. of Tropic Thunder. You got a mix. You got the actors <laughs> mixed up. Speak, wait, speaking of Nepo babies, now this is one I got to look up. Uh, fuck. Okay. I, I can't read through this whole thing. Army Hammer, was he a Nepo baby? Well, he was a Nepo grandbaby. His grandfather was Armin Hammer, who was like a huge that's industrialist who owned a bunch of corporations. So he right. from a really rich yes, family. That's what I thought. I, you know what? You know what? I think. The only reason I don't remember that is because there's the rapper Arm and Hammer, and I'm like, wait, does he have something to do with the? Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. I'm an idiot, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a tale of a nepo baby gone bad, or just started out bad, really. But I always Arm and Hammer was such a crazy name. I always thought so too. Um, and yet, speaking well. Nepo baby, I don't know if the term applies to her, but definitely rich as fuck all her life. Julia Louis-Dreyfus seems very cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, I've I've known two billionaires. One was a complete, and remains, I assume, a complete total douchebag dickhead. And one was uh, a very cool guy who who put his money in the right places and stuff. Um I mean, anybody that that is born into that kind of stuff automatically has certain blinders. Um, the 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 one guy who was an asshole was not born into it. He was just you know he, he made his fortune. But um, but yeah, I, like I didn't even know Julia Louis Dreyfus was like the heir to anything until probably Years after later. Seinfeld. There, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, you know what what. But what was she the heir to? Nothing like specific, it was like right? Publishing or something like that, right? I can't. Yeah, I can't even remember. Early life. Sorry. Uh, uh, oh, her father was a French billionaire who served as chairman as oh of the Louis Dreyfus Company. Okay, that's yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> it's her <clears throat> paternal grandfather was president of the Louis Dreyfus Group. Commodities so and shipping conglomerate. It's it's old, old, old money. <laughs> it's very that. old money. Yes. <laughs> um, her father's Robert Louis Dreyfus, her father's second cousin, was the CEO of Adidas and owner of the soccer team Olympique de Marseille. So you have to you have to go back to her great great grandfather to find out where the money started. Leopold Louis Dreyfus. Oh, Leopold. Yeah, I didn't even read that far. Yeah. That's... Oh, he founded the Louis Dreyfus group. Yeah. In France. I mean, Jesus Christ. But from all appearances, uh, she seems to have handled it well. Yeah. Yeah. She's seen. And she, I mean, most importantly, she's really funny. Yep. I've not. Wa- I didn't watch the sitcom that came after Seinfeld. It didn't seem like something I'd like. But Veep is Seinfeld remains one of the funniest shows ever, and Veep is really extremely funny as well. And she makes both of those shows Veep. what they are. Yeah. Well, the one that came after Seinfeld was sucked. It was just dumb. A dumb sitcom. Um, it lasted forever. The the new adventures of old Christine. It did have like Wanda Sykes, but it didn't last uh, as long as I thought. How long do you think it lasted? Oh shit! Now I'm. Second guessing, five seasons, four seasons, two thousand six, two thousand ten. Oh, so se- no, you're exactly right. Five seasons, four years. Yeah, five five seasons. I I I thought it was like ten seasons. To be honest. Yeah, you you don't need to watch it. I mean, you could put Becker on instead if you want. That I've level. Also, of... never seen that show. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the you don't the, need to. the show you the show they do after the big thing is not good. It's the one because like Ted Danson, he did Becker, and it was extremely popular, and that probably lasted more than five. Maybe that's five seasons as well, but whatever. It was extremely popular, and then he went and did good stuff again. So I think Cheers is good. I don't I don't imagine Becker was very good. It doesn't hold up like Cheers does, and it definitely doesn't isn't as good as The Good Place. Yeah, no. Or his no. six seasons for Becker. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah, I mean, it's too long, but... What are you thinking of the new Frasier? Oh, I'm not. (laughs) I've not seen a a second of the show. Wait, is it already airing? Yeah, it's on Peacock, maybe? One of those, or maybe Paramount Plus. I don't know, one of those streaming channels. It's not on regular TV. No, I I hated the show from the start, and I I have no desire to... Oh, you hated Frasier. I hated Frasier, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind Frasier. It was not my favorite, but I did enjoy when I watched it. Kind of like no, if it's oh, sorry, go ahead. It, just kind of like uh, King of Queens. Well, no, you know, like King of Queens. It's kind of it's okay. It's not 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 my favorite, but it's not the kind that makes me want to turn the TV off immediately. Kind of like um, Big Bang Theory was that. I don't like Big Bang Theory at all, but I've tried watching Young Sheldon, and it is actually good. It's very funny, and it's not. I think part of it is one of the reasons I don't like Big Bang Theory is it it goes for those cheap like sex laughs and it, it's a kids show so it can't really do that so it doesn't have that going on so I, I do and I like the fact that it gives Wall Sean and Annie Potts time on TV which you know who, who would have thought oh Annie Potts yeah I love Annie Potts she's great in it so it, it came on Netflix and I was like let me see if I like this and I, I kind of it's it's the kind of show I watch when I'm doing something else so it's not a good show. I don't, I don't right. like, no, I don't, I don't expect it is, but it's, it's still watchable. It's, though. it's yeah. It's not like big bang theory, which is actively offensive. It's like, right. You know, right. I'm not a prude, but the, I don't like that humor when it's not based in humor and when it's just based on shock. And that's why I feel like yeah. a lot of big bang theory is. No, yeah. Same. I kind of cruel. Got, it's yes. It's cruel, mean spirited humor, but not funny. That's right. The, yeah. So that's, it's, it's just ends up being cruel and mean spirited. Exactly. You've got the, the racial shit you have the I forgot for some about reason John Ross Bowie speaks like that I don't I never understood why they thought that was funny it's not I've not yeah. seen enough too like I've never seen any of the episodes that um what's her name the freedom woman <laughs> whose name is slipping me right now but oh, Lauren Lapkus Lauren Lap- I've never seen any of her episodes and I know she's on it and I've never seen any of the uh what's the um Names are not coming to me today, but anyway, there's there's famous people that have cameos, not cameos, have small parts in that. Show. Famous people I really like, and yeah, I've not watched well, their I, episodes. I remember because I don't like the show. <laughs> yeah, same. I I just it's just not a good show. I I remember. I, I, God damn, I don't think I would have ever watched a full episode of my own volition. So, you know, if it if it comes on, I will turn it immediately. But I did see. And part of an episode where I don't know if it was a wedding or something. It seemed like they were in church and then Lauren Lapkus was in the, in the pews. And I was like, Oh shit, Lauren Lap- Lapkus did this show. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kate Micucci is the other one I was trying to think of the other actress. I like, you know, I think she had a pretty big part in the show, but I just don't have the patience to find out. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always found Garfunkel and Oates, somewhat annoying oh really i love i love them i mean i know they're yeah. done now but i love both of them in garfunkel notes and i like whenever i see them and stuff i usually enjoy it both kate mccucci and whoever the oats is or garfunkel yeah uh, kate mccucci is the one i like ricky lindholm by, yeah by quite a lot but ricky lindholm also a guest on guest star on uh brooklyn 99 did, did you know who Ricky Lindholm was married to? I had no idea until right this second. I don't. Fred Armisen. Wait, it's what? Bizarre. Fred Armisen. Wait, they're not married now. They wait. Yes. They are married as of last year. Yes. No fucking idea. Nope. And yeah, I was. That's a shocking little celebrity gossip I can share on year-old celebrity gossip I can uh, share on this podcast. I don't know if they're married. They're partnered. Does it say married? It's just says partner. I beg your pardon. They're just partnered. Well, you you really fucked it up there, man. I know. I will have to write I, one of those apologies and put it on Twitter. See, that's one of those weird ones. But I don't know. Fred Armisen seems like a weird guy, too. Like, he Oh, there's all kinds of stories about him being a creep. So Elizabeth Moss? and Yeah. yeah is there? Yeah. I, uh, but I always like Andy Samberg going back, back to Brooklyn Nine Nine, married to Joanna Newsom. Very, I was like, that's an odd pair. And then, um, um, uh, God damn, what's her name? 
Maya Rudolph married to uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson makes no sense. Why aren't your movies funnier, dude? <laughs> um, yeah, I, like I love those kind of things where I'm like, oh, that seems weird. And or uh, Adam Horowitz from the Beastie Boys married to Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill. I had um, no idea Joanna Newsom was married to Andy Samberg. That, that's yes. the first I've ever heard. That's crazy. It's it's the weirdest one of them, I think. Yeah, but like especially after Brooklyn Nine Nine and and like and Comedy Bang Bang, I'm like, he's very very smart. Like he's very quick. Yeah, yeah, and very good, extremely good at comedy and and like the dumb smart comedy that we both like. Yeah, I think I think he. I think his Saturday Night Live stuff that I saw was good, but I've never saw it. Like I never watched. It's just like with the the the, the um the please don't destroy. I would watch those like Dick in a Box videos, and that's it. I wouldn't watch the skits. And the Dick in a Box videos were what they were. They were just kind of silly. And right. then after Saturday Night Live, I and I guess it was at the same time as Brooklyn Nine Nine when they did the they started doing stuff for Netflix. I guess it was after Brooklyn Nine Nine, and those were all really good. Everything he did for Netflix has been good. Like yeah, I, the the. Uh, the documentary about the Conseco uh, Mark McGuire feud, which is, you know, not documentary. It's a comedy, but it's so funny. It's so stupid. And then he, I think he produced the, uh, the, 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 um, Scott Ackerman Valentine special, which is so oh, yeah, yeah. ridiculously stupid, but funny. The, uh, the one with, uh, Michael Bolton. Yes. My, yeah. I think it's the Michael Bolton Valentine special or something. Yeah. Something like that. And yeah. then, and then, um, my favorite show, uh, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson is, is Andy Samberg produced and, and it's, it's directed by that, the dude from his group. I forget the name of his, the, you know, um, yeah, yeah. The Dick in the Box group. Yeah. Yeah. The Lonely Plants. Keep yeah. Schaefer. Keep Schaefer is, and that's the, that's the guy that helps Scott Ackerman with, with directing stuff. And I, he's, I think he's talented, Akiva Schaefer. He's not the guy you see in front of the camera, but he's involved with a lot of funny stuff. So. Well, that pop star movie was actually not bad. I mean, it's funny. That's the stupid, one I haven't seen. That, I, but see that. I laughed a, a few times for sure. Yeah. The the other the one I was talking about was called The Unauthorized Bass Brothers Experience. I don't know if you saw it, but if anyone listening hasn't seen it, they really should. It's really funny. Wait, Lonely, I, Lonely Island was the name of their group. I couldn't remember. Yeah, that. I, I, I said, said it. That. Sorry. Just seconds ago. I try not to listen. Um, Oh, Samberg majored in experimental film. Interesting. He became an online star and made his own comedy videos. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I the the videos were my least favorite because for some reason, like comedy music has never been my thing. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. But I thought actually on Saturday Night Live he was hilarious. Like you should look him up doing his Nicolas Cage impression fucking dead on and like his Mark Wahlberg impression that I've seen Mark that because Wahlberg there's there's, there's an episode where Mark Wahlberg guests and he does it with Mark Wahlberg right. which is pretty funny because well because originally he was all being pissy about it was and he then, really yeah and then he realized oh this is not looking good for me <laughs> so he went out and did it but <laughs> it was just like it was so fucking absurd and just so smart, dumb that yeah, no, he. I liked him in the skits and stuff. He, oh, just, I didn't. I thought you you didn't like him until Brooklyn Nine Nine Nine. Okay, I, w- I was. I guess I was just a little mixed because of the the music stuff, which I didn't love. Although it was funny, they did have funny stuff, especially the Natalie Portman one. But oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I don't know what it was. I. I did like him on. Saturday. I thought it was a, a Tracy Morgan situation because I think you said you never liked him on Saturday Night Live, right? Except when he did Brian Fellows, that always cracked me the fuck okay. up because <laughs> it, it it seemed to come from some other dimension that only he lived in. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really enjoyed those. Have you been watching uh, uh, Fargo? Yes, enjoying this season. Yeah, it didn't even watch it. Watch one episode of the Chris Rock season and never went back to it. And oh, I like, by all I like accounts, that one wasn't that good. So it was, uh, it was, it was different, but yeah, it was all right. I, it's not my favorite season. I, I, I think my favorite season is going to remain the the first season. The um, 
Same. The the actress in it, but she's she's so I think she's in uh, Yellow Jackets, right? God damn it! Now I gotta look it up. Uh, I can't think of which one you're talking about. The the cop in the first yeah, one. Yeah. Is she? God damn it! Oh, maybe I'm confused. It might she might not be in Yellow Jackets? I'm trying to um, remember her name. What's her name is in Yellow Jackets? You might be confusing her with uh, Heavenly Creatures. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. No, no, because she's also in Fargo. I don't know. I don't know Heavenly Creatures. I don't think. Okay. I. God damn it. She might have been on two and a half. All right. You know. What? God damn it. This is our our. Uh, I am. Oh, if she was in Two and a Half Men. That's who I'm thinking of. I just can't find. Yes. Her on uh, Melanie Linsky. Yes, she's in Yellow Jackets, right? She is. Yes. Wait, was she on Fargo? That's Did why she I was play thinking. a cop on Fargo? Am I crazy? I might be crazy because I, I think it did. was somebody else. Let me ah. see. All right, let's go to season one. Okay. Now it's. I think Allison Tolman is who you're thinking of. Okay. So I confused her with. Yeah. 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 Who she was really good too, though Allison yeah, Tolman. Yeah, so I confuse. I guess I confuse those two. I want to see what else she's been in because I That's I liked I'm her so, right so much in that show. Ugh, American Dad, not a good sign. Wow, I've why women that. kill? Oh, she was on Good Girls. She was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, Nine Nine. Yeah, I see my mistake. She ran against Holt. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for the. Error, but she's really good in Fargo, and she's not in Yellow Jackets. I confused her with Mel Melinsky, who's also very good. Yes. Um, she should be uh, – Allison Tolman should be in more stuff because everything I've ever seen her in, she's been good. She's yeah, always no, really funny. She's, she had a show where she played like an ad ad person or something, and she had a dog. It was really weird but good. <laughs> Wow. One here. Uh, oh, dog. She talked to her dog. Yeah, yeah. Or her dog talked to her. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the commercial. I don't know if I watched it. It was pretty good. It was one of those, didn't last, so it doesn't matter, but it was pretty good. And she was good in it. I think that's, yeah, I like her, even though I confused her with someone else, and now I'm really embarrassed. They have to live in shame. Yep. I have to write her um, a little uh, uh, notes app apology. Ugh. It's funny to see David Goldie in in this current season of Fargo in that yes. very non-comedic role. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, the casting. Um, and, uh, dude, what the fuck is wrong with my brain? Jennifer Jason Lee, she's yeah. like doing her Hudsucker proxy <laughs> accent a bit. She's like really playing I, it up, which I love. <laughs> I don't know what her regular accent is. Sounds like because I've only seen her in this and in Hutsucker Proc and uh, the dangerous. What, what's the what's the Dorothy Parker? The dangerous. Circle? Oh yeah, the dangerous circle. Yeah, Dorothy Parker in the dangerous circle or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I've been enjoying well, this season of Fargo. Yeah, me too. We should, since we've talked about so much stuff, we should go to recommendations, before I uh, run out of things. Yeah, I, I I can start if you want. There's a TV show I enjoyed, Apple TV, Lessons in Chemistry with Brie Larson. Apparently, it's based on a novel, and I don't know. Going by Reddit, they ruined it, but the TV show is really good. I don't care if they ruined it. It's fun. It's it's this woman who, going for a PhD in chemistry, stuff happens. She does, and anyway, she ends up having a cooking show, and it's it's entertaining. Oh. What what channel is it on? Or or it's an Apple it's an Apple TV show. Oh okay, Brie Larson. Okay, I'm waiting for. You know, I get well. I'm probably not going to be able to wait because um, I got a new phone, so I got three months of Apple Plus. I was going to try to wait for Severance to come back, but that's not going to happen. So yeah, what's the deal with that? They just it's it's taken a while. Well, I. COVID shut them down, I think, right? That's okay. what it was. And then the, and then the, uh, WGA strike and the, uh, Actors Guild strike just further, you know, pushed it back. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if COVID was involved as much as the strikes, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, 
So what was the name of that again? Sorry, I know you said it. Lessons in Chemistry. Lessons in Chemistry. Okay. Well, I'm going to say this one I I might have said before, but just since we were talking about David Simon, in case I hadn't, um, miniseries on Max, We Own This City, about Boston police. Sorry, Baltimore. I can't believe I said Boston. Uh, police scandal um, from back in the day. Very good. Uh, you really have to pay attention. They flash back and forth in time without you knowing which period they're in a lot, but um, that's the way it's constructed, but very good. Um, other than that, I will say last night we rewatched um, Clock Watchers. I don't know if you've seen that movie. No. So it's uh, Tony Collette, Lisa Kudrow, dude, Parker Posey. And I, I want to see who the other woman is because I don't know her name, but she was really fucking good in it. Um, anyway, and it's about um, they're they're like temp workers in this office, uh, and but and it's like comedic, but also uh, sad. Like it's basically you know kind of very anti corporate and seems like kind of a warning at the time it came out. Now it just seems like, Oh, this is, this is how you're going to live now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it impressed me even more on the, on the second watch. Sorry. I'm still trying to find this actor's name. Alana Ubach. Yes. She was very good. And I don't ever remember seeing her again. So, uh, she has a very wa- big resume, but just not. Yes, she does. Soon, I guess. Yeah. So, Bad teacher, I heard good was good. Good. she was in that. I have not seen that. Another Jake yeah. Cast joint, surprisingly. <laughs> no, I've never yeah. heard of the Clock Watchers. It looks at you know I love Tony Collette, so it's interesting. I like to like to see it. And yeah, you should you watch know, it. Yeah. You say Parker Posey, you know it's a late nineties movie because I don't know if she does movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she does, but yeah. Well, you should, you can watch it on uh, Criterion Channel. Oh, nice. And if you. If you need help logging in, I can help you there. But they're doing a whole, they have a whole thing this month on Parker Posey movies. So oh, there's cool. some really good ones on there, like, and weird, like The House of Yes. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, it's just one of those, I should have seen it. At the, at the time it came out, it was all over the place. And, and same with Party Girl. I just yeah, never Party saw Party Girl, her. you have to see. Yeah. So. Big movies from back then. I didn't see any of them until, uh, like, Waiting for Guffman when she went, like, from indie to less indie. So I, right. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's been like I think she's like past the point now where she she was more into mainstream stuff. Of course she's older now, so she's probably not acting as much. I didn't I don't I have not seen any of the Ari Aster movies, I don't think. Oh no, we watched one, didn't we? We watched uh we watched that Tony Collette Witch movie for or hereditary for the podcast, I think. Oh yeah. So I yeah, have yeah. seen that. But I haven't seen Bo is Afraid or Midsommar. Yeah, I've seen Midsummer, and I'm, yeah, I think I'm just done with that. Yeah, because <laughs> Parker Posey was in Bo's Bo's Afraid, so that's why I brought her up. Yeah, I didn't see it, but all, Parker Posey's always great. The whole, yeah. but I would, yeah, you should check out the uh, the Parker Posey movies on there. There's some, yeah, some real good ones. So, um, all right, hey, look, I'm gonna try to do it again. Uh, write to us a pop culture. Campaign. Oh wait, wait, before Gmail. we do that, there, there's someone from another podcast who wrote us and said, "Do you want to do a a mutual?" Ad and I said I've never listened to your podcast, but it sounds like a good premise. So we'll add advertise for it. Did you did you get that email? I don't know. Anyway, no, I didn't get it. The name of the podcast is Band Camp. It's a comedy podcast where they read banned books and find out why they were banned in the first place. And it sounds like a good premise, and I'll probably listen to it at some point. So all right, I'll check it out. Uh, and know, I mean, as long as you're not like racist, misogynist, and shit, you know. I'll, yeah, so Doesn't maybe sound I like you know based on the premise, but you no. never know. It could be like a white power type. Uh, 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 I don't think so. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, and it's always I need to shoot Wait, myself the, in the foot before band I. Camp, band camp caters to a smart left leaning individual, so we already, I mean, half out right. of that. So, but we're left leaning, and we appreciate the comedy. We're and extremely dumb. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'll, okay. Uh, I'll give you my ringing endorsement. And when you say bands, you're talking about music bands, right? 
Uh, it's spelled B A N N E D. So probably you're right, probably right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find. I mean, either way, I'd, I'd be interested to listen. You're going to have to tell me again off air because I already forgot the name of it. Also, uh, I wanted to, uh, in for to titillate our use our listeners. We are we will be. I hope. I don't mean to speak for both of us, but hopefully we'll be doing a best of music episode in the, um, in the upcoming Yes, I, if I had been able to uh, get off my ass and text you earlier, um, I would have brought that up to you, so I'm putting mine together. So Yes, as, I'm, as am I. All right. Well, then for next, yes, I, yeah, I, don't mind, uh, I don't mind doing an ad for another indie uh, podcaster. I think that's, that's great. Yeah, they, and he seems to have his stuff together. The website is very nice. Ooh, a website even. Ooh la la. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me the name again. Bandcamp. B a n n e d. Bandcamp. Okay. Bandcamp. Check it out. I will. And now uh, on to pressing business. Uh, you can write to us at popculturecontinuumgmail.com. Um, rate us on whatever you rate your podcasts on, I guess iTunes, but we used to say, but I don't think that's necessarily, well, it's not even iTunes anymore. So, uh, yeah, rate us highly. If you want, most importantly, tell your friends to listen. We, we like making friends. See, we yeah. just did with another podcast. We haven't even listened to yet. That's how open-minded we are. So, uh, yeah, tell them to listen. We, uh, we like people. We like suggestions. We like, having people on if they got something to say. So, uh, you know, hop to it. Chop, chop. We're almost at the apocalypse. Um, okay, that does it, I guess. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.